and we are back. Mike Sternrich, DangerInPlay.com, Gorilla Mindset. What a week, weeks, how long has it been? You know, I don't know. How long has it been? A while. I'm, I'm opening up the iTunes page right now. It has been a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks. All right, so what have I been up to? You know, in Gorilla Mindset where I tell you, you got to put the work in. You got to put the work in. That if all you do is read Gorilla Mindset, you would get nothing out of it. Well, that I walk my talk. Never trust a chef who doesn't eat his own food. Never trust a financial advisor who doesn't invest his own money and prosper. I have spent five days at a mastery limit. I don't even know what it's called. I spent five days at a seminar called MITT, and it was excellent. It was it's way it's the best type of the seminar stuff that I've ever been to. I'm gonna go over that what it is. By the way, I, this isn't an advertisement. I don't have an affiliate commission system. Um, I'm a controversial guy. They might not even want me to be promoting their thing. You know, they might be like, "Oh man, this guy, this guy likes his stuff, dude." Didn't you read that New Yorker article on him, man? I, uh, we better be careful. But as always, I just I want to share the value with you. That's the whole point of this podcast. So the 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 group is is a company, Mastery in Transformational Training, MITT, Mastery in Transformational Training, and it's a five day seminar. It's very cool. And here's what we did. I can't go too much into detail of the exercises because that would be that would be theft from them. But I can give you a brief overview why it's valuable, what I learned, what I took away, and how I've been applying it in my life. The, the basic training, they call it, is a five-day thing, and it goes from 7 uh, – on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, it goes from 7 p.m. to midnight, 7 p.m. to midnight, 7 p.m. to midnight, and then it's 12-hour days on Saturday and Sunday. A lot of people say, wow, that's advanced, you know, that's extensive. Some people call it a cult. Well, I can tell you that that is idiotic to call it a cult. The people have never done it. A cult, what makes a cult a cult is they – isolate you from friends and family. They say, you're, you're, we're your new family now. We're your new family now. We're your new family now. Come in a little commune. And they cut off all contact from all of your old friends and family. But at MITT, they actually have a little graduation, which I skipped by the way. <laughs> and um, they encourage your friends and family to come. So that, that is just nonsense. Anybody who says that either hasn't done it or they don't really know what words mean. The reason it had value is there are they call them rackets, which most of us would consider an issue or baggage, and we, we all have rackets. The purpose of the seminar is to identify which rackets are and break through these rackets and become more connected to other people. And I'll, I'll give you an example. One of my rackets is that I don't really engage with people when I talk to them. If you come to a Gorilla Mindset seminar, you do. Like – that's the thing. A lot of you see – who have met me, you see two different sides of me. If you come to um, a Grill Mindset seminar or to a meetup or a happy hour host or anything like that, like you've already been through the process. Like You know that I'm a madman. You know that I write these books and et cetera. So yeah, I'm, I'm open with you, but I'm very closed off to the rest of the world and that can have um, a lot of bad consequences. It can also cause you to miss out opportunities in your own life. So one of my rackets it was just believing that – most people aren't worth talking to, you know, that that's my belief. Now, some people might say, well, you know, most people aren't. And if you're elite, you got to only hang out with elite people. I, I get that. And there's truth to that. 
On the other hand, when you become closed off to the world, you become more closed off to opportunities. You become more closed off to new adventures. You miss out on a lot too. So I'm not here to tell you go out and talk to everybody because I'm not going to go out and talk to the whole world. But if your natural default state is why even talk to that person? This is going to be dumb. Then you're only thinking what you can get out of the transaction and that's going to make you – that's going to show up in other areas of life. So if you view the world as hostile, people have nothing to offer, they have nothing to value, that is going to reflect on your own self-worth and your own image and your own businesses. I know because I used to be far more judgmental of people than I was before I wrote Gorilla Mindset and I had to overcome that. And then as I overcame it, I saw more opportunities to help people. I thought, well, Mike, if you think humanity is so messed up, why don't you do something about it? Why don't you spread a message to people? Why don't you try to improve the lives of people? Why don't you try to make the world a better place, right? That's ownership. Instead of saying the world is X, well, okay, great. Then why don't you just step up? And that was the conversation I'd had with myself. But as you learn your rackets or your issues, they're not – they don't go away in a day or maybe in your entire life, but you can identify them and overcome them as with anything in life. There's a lot of eye contact exercises, which was pretty trippy. The biggest change Shauna noticed of me was that I was making eye contact with her yesterday. So even my own wife, I don't always make eye contact with her. I am – a uh, smartphone addict. I've been dealing with my smartphone addiction. Um, I'll admit that. Gorilla mindset doesn't mean, you know, doing what I do for a living doesn't mean, oh man, I'm perfect and I'm better than everyone else. I, I can't admit anything that I ever do that isn't perfect. That is not the truth. It isn't who I am. It's also never been my brand, which is why it's funny when people try to, to dig up stuff and be, look, you're, you're a flawed person, but how can you talk about this? I think, yeah, you idiot. <laughs> That's, of course I am. That's the whole point, man, that life is an ongoing process of a transformation and improvement and you're up, you're down, but you want the arc or the trend line to shape up. You do a lot of eye contact exercises. Another real valuable aspect of the, of the seminar is you will get feedback from – in my class, there were 200 people. You have to interact with a lot of people. You're going to get more feedback in a short period of time. You get more feedback in five days than you probably got in years, especially if you don't live um, – especially if you don't necessarily do what I do. I get feedback all the time from people because I'm a public figure. But if you're not a public figure, you're not getting feedback from people. And also the feedback I receive is always skewed. It's skewed either by people who really like me because they see one part of me or people who really hate me because they see one part of me. So – the idea that you're in a room with hundreds of people and you're going to get feedback, and I again, I can't go into too much of the detail of it because I don't want somebody telling everything about Gorilla Mindset, so I'm not going to tell everything about the seminar. Plus, if I tell you everything about the seminar, you won't go because you think, oh, I know that. I'll just apply it. No, you have to actually do it. You have to actually put the work in. It isn't like here's a bullet point, do this, boom. It's more like here's a bullet point. You're in a room with 200 people. You're getting feedback from hundreds of different people over the course of you know, 35, 40 hours in five days. That's the whole point or however many, whatever 15 plus 24 is. I'm not going to do the math right now. I should be able to do the math in my head while I talk. That, that, that should be done. Whatever. You're going to get massive amount of feedback. You do a lot of eye contact with people. You're going to learn 
a lot about yourself, but more importantly, how you interact with other people. And that was the, the most value I found out of that. Gorilla mindset is very much a look inside yourself, going deep into yourself, going deep into your life vision, going deep into your mindset, figuring out those areas of your life that you need to improve. You Very, very, very valuable, essential stuff must be done. This seminar, uh, the MITT goes a little bit into mindset, but where it changes is that I would say at least half of it, maybe even two-thirds, is about inter your interactions with other people, the, the feedback you're getting from other people, connecting with other people, learning how to push other people in a positive way. Very valuable. The exercises are valuable. The program's valuable. I'll admit, though, the first couple days, I was like, oh, God, this is dumb. Didn't really like it. But there's something that I've told you, and there's something a lot of people tell you, which I'll admit it sounds kind of scammy, right? Trust the process. And you would say, of course you're telling me to trust the process, Mike. You want me to listen to your podcast and you want me to just follow you blindly. And No, it, it doesn't mean follow anybody blindly. It just means if, if I go to a seminar, I'm not going to fight with the seminar. Like I signed up for it. I committed to it. If I trust the process for four or five days, the worst case is at the end of the five days, I go, well, that was a waste of my time. Worst case. Well, I've wasted time before in my life. You know, it isn't the end of the world. You wasted, you know, a few hours of your life. Not a big deal. You you know, we all waste a ton of time. Moreover, if you're in a seminar, you're not wasting time watching TV or, you know, pigging out or getting drunk or whatever. Or in my case, you know, being all over the Internet 24-7. I'm also dealing with how I treat the Internet, my relationship with the Internet and relationship with my friends. And we'll talk about that a little bit, too. So trust the process. So that's what I reminded myself is, again, I have to eat my own cooking. Chef eats, eats his own cooking. And I go, I'm, well, I'm always telling my guys and my girls, you know, trust the process. Just try it out. And then if you try it out and you don't like it, what does that cost you? Well, it's not only not cost you anything, it's given you a gain. And I'll give you an example. The best compliment you can pay me is to say, Mike, I read your advice. I didn't follow it. But I did this other thing and my life is great. Fantastic. That isn't a critique because I've inspired you to, to try something else. So if you trust the process with me, the process is continual improvement, figuring out what works for you. The process isn't if you do X, Y, and Z, A, B, and Z, you're going to be perfect. No, you're, you're as part of figuring things out for yourself. So worst case, you go to one of these seminars, eh, I trusted the process. It wasn't really good. But as you're arguing with the process, maybe you're having – different insights into yourself. Thus, I went into it with the mindset, all right, I don't really see the value of it the first couple of days. I actually thought it was kind of campy. Um, but I just said, just trust the process. Just trust the process. You committed to doing it. Do it. And I trusted the process, and, and it got way better. Day one just wasn't very good. Day two wasn't very good. Day three was very good. Day four was great. And then day five, you realize, oh, okay, I see why. I see why the first two days suck. So I, I, I can tell you this without giving away the program. The reason I didn't like the first day is that you have, you know, two hundred people, in the crowd, and then one person will get up and they have to answer like specific questions, which I'm not going to go into. And people get up and then they kind of ramble, and then somebody else gets up and somebody else gets up. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I don't, you know, a lot of these people are just a mess or they're posers. A lot of them I could tell they thought they were actors, but they never really put their heart into becoming an actor. 
They view this as a chance to just be selfish and impose themselves on all of us because we're stuck having to watch them. You know, they can't fill a comedy venue, but they can go up because we're trapped in there and, and tell their dumb jokes. So I didn't like it, but then I thought, well, dude, when is the last time you just had to sit here for an hour and be patient and listen to people, right? Well, that's why. That's the whole point is I'm an impatient person. I'm a judgmental person. I'm an aggressive person. I'm very focused. I'm very intense. Those are great traits to have, but when you become too much of one of those traits, you start to lose connection with other people, and that, that's an issue that I've, I've had over the past year, and I've been thinking of ways to deal with. So even though that, so at the time I just thought, man, this is terrible. I hate this. I realized, no, man, this is valuable because you're essentially being forced to listen to people that you would never talk to. And I'm not going to go talk to them again. Don't get me wrong. But life is remember habit, skill acquisition. If you're, if you can have the self-discipline to just listen to some of these people who are just, you know, I don't want to say a mess because a mess is – if you're emotionally a mess, that's fine. I don't like that people who failed in the entertainment industry view this as a chance to make us listen to, their, listen to them, right? Because they never had the courage to go out and make their dreams happen. They never had the will, the drive. So they think, oh, I'm just going to hog the microphone. That's what I don't like about it. So don't get me wrong. I'm not thinking oh, I'm going to go talk to these people. Quite the opposite, but – the process for me is, well, if you can listen to these people patiently, with, and there's no, no smartphone rule, without being distracted by your iPhone, well, great. Then yesterday I was talking to Sean, and she goes, wow, you're making eye contact with me. She was giddy. She goes, wow, this is great. So, I, yeah, I didn't leave after the five days because I had done a lot of work on myself before with the, the Jerry Spence Trialer College seminars, things like that where you go really deep in yourself. I had done a lot of this work. 10, 15 years ago, and you got to do it. You got to do the work somehow. So I didn't come out like, wow, I'm a completely changed man. My life has changed, but there have been definitely, definitely qualitative differences. There, Sean is like, wow, you're really making eye contact. Like, I really like this. When I'm talking to people, I'm being more present. And it's already made me more money. You wouldn't believe this. You wouldn't believe it. But I, I have a mastermind call every. Monday with a friend who's actually becoming a very a very close friend of mine. We have these calls every Monday. We we would have them during the campaign. We continued them on, and as we're talking, I could tell that he was like typing on his um, phone because I usually do too. We kind of talk, and even though we go a little bit deep, I'm still usually going online. And I said to myself, you know what, Mike? If this guy's on Twitter, reading Twitter. He isn't going to see a retweet from you. He's not going to see anything from you. He's going to know that you are only talking to him. And sure enough, halfway through the conversation, I could tell that he was no longer online. So he was probably on my Twitter, my Twitter feed looking for it. And then it probably hit him like, oh, wait, Mike is actually talking to me. Maybe I should pay attention to him. So we started talking. We started to go deeper. I was like, well, what do you want? Because part of the some of the exercises, again, I don't want to give away, but you learn how to be more pushy on yourself to find out what you really want. And part of that is pairing up with a partner and having a partner really push you. I kind of used the exercise on him, and I was like, went deep. And finally, he goes, well, actually, you know, I'd like I'd like a source of passive income. And I go, that's bullshit, man. Everybody wants passive income. Don't ever tell me you want passive income. What are you going to do? How would you make that happen? And he goes, well, actually, I have these courses that I did about – 
how to go from zero to higher in 60 days. And this guy, he's a real deal. He's not, he's not a hokey coach. You know, I don't, I don't really have much respect for the life coach industry because often it's people who hadn't really done much in life. And they're like, Oh, I'm coaching people now. He's had, he's had actual accomplishment. So sold a couple of businesses, built businesses, very, very successful guy. And I go, dude, the, these courses would be great. You know, I, I can launch them. I have the platform. I know how to do it. I know how to make that happen. Moreover, I've had a lot of people, especially younger guys, who are really struggling with how to find a job and aren't really sure about the process. And I haven't written about that stuff too much because I've always sort of been an entrepreneur. And it wouldn't really be credible for me to say, here's how you go get a job, guys. I have some advice and I have had jobs before, but that isn't really my expertise. So I'm thinking, dude, let's do it, right? Well, that's an entirely new business that I can do with him. That's an entirely new way to bring value to people who read Danger and Play and, and my other stuff. People who are like, well, how do I find a job? You know, that isn't something I've had to think about for, I don't know, 15 years. A lot of people are thinking about that. So it's an entirely new way to bring value to people. It's an entirely new way to bring value to him. It's a win-win for everybody. And I thought, wow, well, I, w we, I wouldn't have got there if I hadn't used some of the same exercises that, that I was learning on the seminar. So I immediately had a, I don't know, what do you want to call it? I, people call it breakthroughs, but I mean, I immediately just found an opportunity right there because I put my phone down. I said, you know, I don't care if he's on his phone. I don't care if he's reading the internet. I'm not going to judge what he's doing. I'm just doing what I'm doing. I'm making a commitment to myself to be fully present and fully engaged in this conversation with him. Now, I couldn't have done that uh, um, a week ago because this is about going to the gym. The first night, a lot of eye contact exercises, My the partner I paired up with and that person becomes sort of, they call it your buddy, like your battle buddy. And if you ever went to basic training or boot camp throughout the thing and the first night he goes, man, you were like twitching a little bit. I said, yeah, dude. And he goes, why? I go, I, I go, I wanted to be on my phone. I was twitching. When we were looking at eye contact there, I wanted to reach for my phone. I could feel my hand shaking a little bit. That's why you don't really hear me judge alcoholics or other kind of drug addicts. I was spazzed, like, where, where's my phone? I need to be on my phone. What's going on? I just put it down. And you know what? I've been putting it down a lot more. A lot of people are like, you're not on Twitter much anymore. And yeah, I'll, I'll be back doing the activism, but I'm redrawing boundaries about what I do. I'm changing my Facebook. I realized that Facebook, you know, like the election is over, guys. Um, people won. People lost. Just you never heard me hating on Obama when Obama was elected. You never heard me throwing a fit about Obama. And I didn't agree with Obama's policies. I didn't agree with George W. Bush's policies either. Eventually, you have to take ownership of that, and the Facebook is, oh, my God, the world is ending and everything. And I thought, man, I don't even want to be on Facebook anymore. But I realized that I need to just call my friends. Like, this is so bizarre, too. A lot of this stuff seems so obvious in hindsight, but I wasn't living it. And that, that's the value of seminars. A lot of times, people aren't telling you things brand new. They're telling you things you knew, but you're just not living. You know it, but you don't live it. And I said, all right, here's my, here's my new rules, my new boundaries. My Twitter is going to remain you know, the madman stuff. I'm going to keep doing journalism. I'm going to keep doing media. I, there is value in what I do. I value it. I enjoy it. That isn't going to change. But with my Facebook, I thought, why don't I just actually pick up the phone? Why don't I just send a text to a friend? Why don't I, instead of updating people on Facebook, why don't I just update people who matter in my life in my life?
So yesterday, you know, that's part of life is making, having a realization, but having that follow through. And I go, all right, you're going to, you're going to ask this guy about a friend of mine just had a, um, his wife just had a baby, you know, I'd been kind of checked out. So I was like, all right, just check in with this guy, ask him how the baby's doing, ask him what he's doing, make sure that he knows that I love him and that we're going to talk and we can meet sometime. And, you know, he's busy. So it isn't like you can just spend hours a day gabbing on the phone. But it's just having that intent and expressing that intent to other people. Call another friend of mine who's a business partner too. We're starting a new a, a new business together. It's going to be huge business actually. It's going to be really big. Uh, reached out to another friend, Victor, Victor Pride. You know, he's got a book coming out. And I thought, hey, you know, I just thought because I got so wrapped up in my own world. I thought, you know, Victor, I knew Victor had a book out. And I go, this is the conversation I had. I go, dude, you've never messaged Victor and been like, how can I make your book a big success? Why not? Right? Well, because I was just wrapped up in my own stuff. So I was just like, all right, you know, I messaged him, let him know like when my review copy of his book is ready, let me know. I'm committed to making that a success. I'm committed to helping him because he helped me with mine. He's always been there for me and gave me a lot of tips over the years. But then the problem is, oh, I'm so busy now. And the the issue that you'll find, you know, this is going to sound kind of douchey, but whatever is when you when you get like a lot of sort of fame or whatever – then your brain just processes all this dopamine, right? You're getting hits here, 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 here. Thousands of people are talking to you, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands for, you know, the real big actors, millions of people. And your brain kind of doesn't really know the difference between, well, that's just a random hit of dopamine from a random person versus, no, this is like your great friend. This is somebody you value. It's easy to lose track of those important relationships as you as you grow in fame or whatever and so you're just readjusting you're readjusting so that's the MITT mastery I'll I'll, I'll post a link at dangerandplay.com um, and if you do sign up you do have to put my name down because it's a referral thing only because they do go deep they don't advertise they don't want they don't want people who might not be prepared for for it people who might need actual you know, deep, deep treatment, medical treatment that, that isn't, this isn't a medical treatment thing or anything like that. But yeah, the program is Mastery and Transformational Training. The website looks kind of hokey. I don't think the website is very good marketing, um, but it is based on word of mouth. So a friend of mine is one of the trainers there, and he's the one who actually got me to sign up. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gone. He, he even paid my deposit because he knew me, right? He knew me. He didn't judge me. He didn't say, oh, Mike doesn't follow through on Mike. He just knows that I'll show up, but if something requires a lot of careful planning with me, it's just not going to happen. You have Sean has learned that too. Has made our relationship better over the years. She just realizes, okay, if I tell Michael to go here, he'll, I'll gladly do it, but I'm not going to go through the, the planning process. So he actually he made that happen and he's a trainer. He's a trainer there, and it was it was great. So I I think it's this is I don't think I mean it is better. This is way better than Tony Robbins' seminar. Tony Robbins' seminar was all right. I went to it and I learned a couple things. This is way better than a Tony Robbins seminar, and I could do the pros and cons, why it is, why it isn't. I don't really want to go into that. Um, there's a lot of stuff about the Tony Robbins thing too that I don't really like. They try to upsell people heavily into very expensive follow up courses. So that's another thing I guess we'll talk about is. A lot of times these seminars are really an upsell into something expensive. It's like a timeshare presentation. Oh, come – because the, the MITT program is like 595 
So then in a Tony Robbins seminar for the basic ticket is like five ninety five. At a Tony Robbins seminar, they get everybody hyped up, everybody excited, everybody um, in in a hysterical state. It's less in a Tony Robbins seminar is not intellectual. It is just like woo woo. Let's let's change how we feel, which there's value in that, but it doesn't resonate with me as as a thinking type. But after they get you all hyped up, then Tony will kind of leave, and then people will make these really hard sales for $10,000 seminars. And they'll say things like, if you got to put it on a credit card, put it on a credit card. It's highly unethical marketing. Um, I That really turned me off the Tony Robbins thing. And uh, I pretty much have no respect for the guy. Just I'll just put that out there. I don't really have any respect for him because of those the scammy upsell process where you get people in a hysterical state, get them pumped up, and then you tell people to put a $10,000 um, seminar, their next seminar, $10,000 on a credit card because that is an investment in yourself. Go into consumer debt. Don't, don't ever tell people to go into consumer debt to buy your products. It's an investment in yourself. That MITT is actually kind of the opposite. The, the advanced course is only $9.95. And the advanced course is five 12-hour days. So you actually get more value than you did in the beginning in the basic. It's only $9.95, so less than a grand. And the, up, the, the, the sale process only happens at the very end of the seminar. And it isn't it – isn't, there's – like I, as a marketer, you know, I know how to spot everything. There's nothing on the line. They even tell people, hey, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. They don't tell anybody, get out that credit card and – if you don't believe in yourself by putting this on your credit, that's what they do with Tony Robbins. If you don't believe in yourself by putting a $10,000 seminar on your credit card, then you're never going to get where you want to be in life. Believe in yourself. I don't, come on, man. There's none of that crap at MITT. So that, that is a high level of integrity that matters to me. That, there's a reason you don't hear me recommending people go to Tony Robbins seminars because if I told you to go to one and then you went, and then you're one of those people who don't really know how to avoid marketing um, hypnosis. They would hypnotize you, take $10,000 out of your credit card, and that karmically could come back on me because I'm the one who told you to get that. That's why you'll, you'll never see me. I've given nothing other than a lukewarm recommendation for Tony Robbins and stuff. I've said, ah, you know, it's pretty good. I got a little bit of value of it. But, you know, eh. Well, that's my way of saying, like, I'm not going to – rage a holy war on Tony Robbins, but the marketing is 100% sleazy and I don't want anything to do with people who market in that way and I'm not going to send any of you to people who market that way. That is not, it's against my integrity and that would be against my integrity to you. So there you go. That's my brief summary. The MITT, I still forget what it's called, MITT Mastery and Transformational Training. Very valuable stuff. If there's one near you, then I would encourage you to go. Uh, 100% would encourage you to go. If you do go, I would encourage you to trust the process. And a lot of you are probably like me where you're a little bit, you know, I don't want to say cranky, but a little bit judgmental because most of us are thinking types rather than feeling types. You'll learn a lot. You'll learn about yourself, yes, but the real value is you're going to learn a lot about other people. And you're going to learn how to connect with other people from very different backgrounds in my group, there was a yeah, Hillary Clinton. She was actually a Hillary Clinton operative. And there was kind of a – I don't want to reveal what she told me because you got to keep all that stuff private. But in, in my group, you know, let's just say that not everybody was a Hillary person and you're able to realize that 
you can sit around from each other and think, wow, these are genuine, decent people and connect. And then you realize that a lot of these divide, the, a lot of the division we have is, is a media hoax. It isn't, it isn't real. The media is telling lies about people, ratcheting this stuff up, making you think that if that person likes Hillary, it must be a socialist, or if that person likes Trump, it must be a, a, a Nazi or KKK. Well, that's, that's all media stuff, and you realize that you can connect with people who disagree with you politically based on your shared humanity, and that's ultimately how you can find resolution in society. So there you go. MITT, good stuff. This is Mike Cernovich, Danger and Play. Oh, I'll post the links at dangerandplay.com so you can go if you want to check it out. Just click on the link. Again, no affiliate, no advertising. Nobody asked me to do it. By the, and, and plus, unless you're new to the podcast, you know that already. You know, I don't, I don't shill for people. So thanks for tuning in. Go to dangerandplay.com. And if you haven't already, read Grill Mindset. Thanks for tuning in.